Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Oops, my mic's on again. Sports to the Max is on the air. News Talk 830 WCCO. You're home to the Timberwolves who will play tonight. 7.30 pregame, 8 o'clock tip-off against a really good Phoenix Suns team. Best team in the NBA right now. Uh, coming off the Golden State, I have not heard a status report. If you can check it, Hammer, on D'Angelo Russell. Uh, I'm guessing out. Last I heard, he's out tonight with okay. a contusion. A shin contusion. Okay. The old shin contusion. Sidelines D'Angelo Russell tonight against the Suns and Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Okay. <clears throat> he's had a couple contusions since he's been here in Emory. Um, So this is what angers me, and it should anger you too is when when we decide that it's time for a change, we don't just decide it's time for a change. We decide that somehow in our minds we have to rationalize out this change. And so we take people that have done valued service and done a lot of things really well, and we kick them to the curb as if to say, you are no longer part of this anymore. You are no longer part of Minnesota. You are no longer part of our whatever. And it sickens me because what, what we don't do is say, okay, here's what they did well, here's what they didn't do well, and move on. What I'm getting at is the uh, Minnesota Vikings and uh, the number of people that said, oh, I think it's kind of time for a change. Nobody even knows it's time for a change. And, and then the second piece to that, which nobody knows anything about, is when they say things like, uh, you know, the game passed Rick Spielman by is different now. No, it didn't. Rick Spielman worked tirelessly. For that organization. Rick Spielman had a cot in his office so that he could stay up at night watching tape of potential free agents and players that played in the Canadian Football League. And, 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 and he, he, as best he could, covered you know, the entirety of it to bring as many quality football players to the Minnesota Vikings as possible. That's what he did. He spent all his time relentlessly pursuing personnel that would help the Minnesota Vikings. When Mike Zimmer said we need more defense, what did he do? He went out and got Tomlinson and Peterson, and they brought Everson Griffin in high risk. I get it during the season. He did everything he could to throw good players at the at, at, at the issues. And uh, the only thing people will point to is they'll say, oh, Christian Ponder. Okay, what about Brett Favre? 
You know, what about when 2009, when they when got Brett Favre to come back here and play and found a way to make that work? What I liked about Rick Spielman was he had guts, man. He he would pull the trigger on a deal if he thought it would help. And there's a lot of them that you've since forgot about that help give this team respectability, credibility, or at least you could see why he did it. You know, Brett Favre came in 2009, magical. 2010, things aren't going so well. Sidney Rice is hurt. Percy Harvin doesn't come to camp right away. And they don't get off to a great start. So what does he do? He goes out and gets Randy Moss. People forget him. Oh, wait, Moss, that's right. Oh, that second tenure with the team. The freak. Moss does not conform to a team concept. And Brad Childress cuts him. But he made the effort to try to save the season. The season never got saved. Brad Childress ended up on the outs. Leslie Frazier came in. The dome collapsed. Uh, They played a game in Philadelphia on Tuesday uh, because of a snowstorm out there. All those things. Then he went out and got Donovan McNabb. Because You forget this now. Because they needed something. They didn't have a veteran quarterback. You can say, well, that was a bad decision because it didn't work that well. No, it didn't work that well. But the point is he had the guts to go out there and try to get the deal done. And when you look at some of the players on this team, Adam Thielen was a free agent invite in the spring. Anybody in the NFL could have drafted him or signed him. Only the Vikings went out and gave him a shot under Rick Spielman's watch. Um, Justin Jefferson's a pretty good wide receiver. Irv Smith, who they lost this year, looks like a pretty good tight end. Uh, Delvin Cook was a steal in the second round, an absolute steal. In the second round. Do you think some people wouldn't like to have that draft back? Christian Darasaw looks like he's going to be a player at left tackle. The Neil Hunter, didn't, you didn't have to go to the first round to get him either, did you? You had to look at his potential and decide that there was an upside and he turned out to be one of the great defensive ends. Obviously, the injuries you can't control. Uh, but but he's there. He's in play. Eric Kendricks, Anthony Barr, you know, the list goes on and on. And, and I can't you – know, the other one was, and, and, and at the time, they looked like they were right on track. The year they drafted Anthony Barr, they went and took Teddy Bridgewater late in the first round, and Bridgewater was trending exactly the way they projected him to. He was on point. He, he was figuring out the game. He was learning how to play the game. Remember, they had gone – they lost the ice bowl to, to Seattle. Uh, Bridgewater was the quarterback that day, played pretty well. Uh, and it looked like things were going in the right direction. And, and, and then one day, he, you know, he breaks his leg so bad that, that you know, it, it looked like he'd never play again. So they go out and get Sam Bradford and try to save the season. And and he did that time and time again. And he had a lot of good draft picks along the way and a lot of free agents. And and, and I hate that when people, oh, no, 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 he got to go. You know, uh, he didn't, uh, the, game passed, the game didn't pass him by. Analytics didn't pass him by. They got plenty of analytics and data in that place, in their in their database, and the, the way they go about their business. You ought to see what they do when they interview and find out information on potential draft picks. They know everything. They know if the guy uh, is dating someone seriously. They they know what kind of high school he went to, what the demographic makeup was of it, so that they could they could figure out how he fit in in that school and if he'll fit in in an NFL locker room. This is all stuff under the direction of Rick Spielman, and people want to throw him out like, oh, oh didn't get it done. Well, they had two years and they just missed this last year, and had it not been for two COVID Sundays that they missed with Cousins and Cook, 
Who knows if Thielen hadn't gotten hurt, et cetera. The field goals, we all know about it. We don't have to rewrite it. But they weren't far away from being a really good team. And and, and people want to say, and, and, and now you bring in uh, Adolfo Mensa, and, and today he's talking to a defensive coordinator from the New York Giants, whose name's escaping me for a second, Hammer. Okay, uh, anyway, here's the point. His first move as the general manager of the Minnesota Vikings is he's got – I'm going to tell you how this works and what happened just so you understand it. So they've got all their head coaching candidates that they've interviewed. The committee has interviewed. Well, now you got a new GM in, and he has to have some input so it doesn't just look like they're handing him a, a, a coach. He's got, he's got to vet some people. Patrick Graham is the defensive coordinator for the Giants. Patrick Graham is the defensive coordinator for the New York Giants. New York Giants are terrible. So he knows Graham from the past, and this is not unusual. And so he extends that he's going to interview him tomorrow. Um, Patrick Graham has no chance to get this job. I will assure you of that. But he's a friend, and he's doing him a favor, and he's getting his name out there so that down the road people can say, well, yeah, the Vikings interviewed him, so maybe that's what this is. And he's got to make it look like, as a general manager, that he's just not walking into a situation where the committee hands him his candidate or his finalist for the coaching job. Uh, so he's got to do something that makes it look like, hey, man, I, I'm in the game here too. I have original ideas for this as well. Maybe he's got a good one. Maybe he doesn't. The point is, that's the game that's being played right now. And that's, you know, maybe it will, maybe it won't work out. I, I don't know. I don't think any of us know enough about his background. But then people get excited about this guy, new guy. New, we don't know anything about this guy, if he can win or not. We know he spent some years, didn't play football, got got a great story in terms of getting cut from his basketball team in high school, sticking with it, going to Princeton. All the things that he did are just wonderful. I mean, it would be a great motivational speech for your kids to hear, being out at the press conference there yesterday and listening to him. We don't know if he's going to be any good at this job, but people want to sign off on him already. Oh, yeah, you'll get this. This is modern-day football. No, it's not. There's no version of this that indicates that it's going to be any better than under Rick Spielman. It's just that you want to believe that. Take a deep breath, folks. Man, take a look at this. Take a look at the body of work. Take a look at what he's done. He deserves a fair shot to be sure. But it's not like he's overwhelming anybody and saying, oh, my gosh, you know. And I guarantee you they've got, a, they've got a head coach in their back pocket that they're going to name. But right now this is all camouflage to make it look like the process was what it was. And, and the new GM has to make it look like, hey, I got, I got, you know, I, I got a little something in, input here too, and I'm not going to just take who the committee has for for their list because then it looks like I'm just following the committee. So I'm going to go out and, and, and I'm going to interview this guy. And I don't know, maybe I'll have a couple others. Doesn't mean anything, but I'll do that because I got to make it look like I'm the GM and I'm running it. That's the real world, folks. That's the way it really, really works out there. It, it's not the one that you live in where you say, well, you know, Spielman did this. No, no, no. Zimmer did that. You know, Zimmer did a lot of really good things here. And he represented a lot of what people wanted to hear out there when he would get in players' faces and say, not good enough. Early on in his tenure, when uh, Adrian Peterson made some overtures after he was suspended about maybe he doesn't want to play in Minnesota anymore, and, and, Zimmer, and Zimmer, who liked Adrian Peterson, just said, either he plays for us or he doesn't play. We got his contract. He signed the contract. So either he's going to play for us or he's not going to play. And at the time, people found that incredibly refreshing. A guy that's not afraid to say what's on his mind and the way it is. There was a lot of good that came out of that kind of uh, an old school from the West mentality 
that it takes to be a head coach and, and, and not back down from, you know, whoever those players are. Now, sometimes that might have missed, you might have mismanaged that part of it. But there was some good in that, too. You don't just have to say, well, Zimmer was all bad. But no, he wasn't all bad. He did a lot of really, really good things while he was here. And just because the tenure's over doesn't make them bad and the next one's good. And and I just, I can't take that anymore. Listening to people that, you know, I go, I've been out there. I know these people. I know what they do. You know? And, 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 and I actually talk to people inside the organization that know what's going on. This isn't a, well, it's all on Twitter. Or I posted. No, no, I know these people. I talk to these people. I know what they go through. I know who the people are out there. This isn't me shooting from the hip. Well, this is a fan's perspective. No, be better than that if you're going to stand behind a microphone. And be better than that if you're a fan. When we come back, we'll break down the rest of the playoffs, and I may go on another rampage. I, don't, I haven't decided yet. Stay with us. 721 and change, Sports to the Max, the program. Timberwolves coming up at 730 with the pregame show. Alan Horton will take it and run with it from there. The Wolves and the Phoenix Suns, a wonderful team to watch. Hammer, you and I, before we talk football, we're talking, you know, it, it's uh, uh, like last night. I, I enjoyed watching the Golden State Warriors, you know, even if it's at the expense of the Wolves because I still enjoy uh, watching good basketball. And the Wolves played pretty well last night. They hung in there for a lot of it, and, and I enjoyed that. I, I don't I don't need a win, I guess, maybe because I'm getting older, but I, I just enjoy a good game. They were competitive last night. That's all I ever asked of the teams around here. Be competitive, be entertaining, give us a chance to win or so. And once D'Angelo Russell got hurt, that just changed the momentum of the game, yeah, I think. It was, it was, it was as if, they, they, you know, without Beverly, too. I mean, if yeah. you Beverly's in there, you got your, your shot. But yeah. Patrick Beverly was in the street clothes. He's hurt, too. And so, you know, you reduce yourselves to a, a different kind of a roster, and you don't have a, a point guard. You know, you got a point guard, but not one that you really trust the same way you do those, too. So so we get to this, the uh, finality of, uh, you know, the Super Bowl entrance to be decided. Um, did, would you say last weekend was the, the best weekend to play football ever? You know, I've been thinking about this all week long. I, I should I should almost rephrase it: the best finishes, because there's a lot of bad football that was played last was. week that was made up for in the final quarter. There was. I can't think of a weekend where you have four exciting finishes like that in the postseason. I mean, I've been watching for a lot of years, and just I can't think of one that tops what we saw last weekend. I, I just can't imagine there could be. No, how, how could there be? I mean, and, and then of course the final game being the capper, Kansas City. You, you have three games end with game-winning field goals. And then the Chiefs scoring to tie the game with 13 seconds left, and then winning overtime. Just, I mean, how much more dramatic can it get, Mike? It can't, you know. No, I mean, it just can't. Um, that's why I thought Eric Bieniemy would show up a more or less offensive coordinator for Kansas City. He didn't show up on the Vikings list as a candidate, and I, I assume this from when he coached back here, the people knew him and, and didn't think he would, had the, you know, whatever it is, the makeup of a of a head coach. I wonder if Bianca's also not getting a look because Kansas keeps winning or so and teams aren't waiting around to hire coaches or so. Like, no, I don't think that's it. You don't think, think that's yeah, it? Yeah, he'd go in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Okay, okay so this weekend, uh, the games are less compelling from the standpoint that the quarterbacks are out of it, right? yes. except for Mahomes. Yes, Mahomes is the I, I Burrow's in there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, nothing wrong with it. Would you put Stafford ahead of Cousins or Cousins ahead of Stafford if you, if you picked one quarterback? I put Stafford ahead of Cousins. Because why? I just think he's more talented than Cousins is. I think Cousins has done very well for being a fourth-round pick. He's kind of overachieved. But I think Stafford, I mean, he did a lot of good there with Detroit, even though he had really nothing to work with there. Remember that day they sacked him ten times? Oh, God. I think he's still Seems like it. a good kid, too. I mean, not kid, yeah. but, you know. Okay, so so, so San Francisco, this is a weird game because L.A. 
is uh, a higher seed. They are. San Francisco has dominated L.A. Yes, they have. Six straight. Including, including the last game. Six straight is uncanny, you it know. Is. But but So you see what? You know, I think the Rams find a way to win this game because they went all in this year. They they they, they brought in Von Miller. They load up on offense, bring Odell Beckham in and everything. It's like Super Bowl bust for them. And even though they lost, they lost six straight, they just played the 49 a couple weeks ago, and they had the game won up until the final minute. And let's be honest; those places were those teams were in two different places at that they time. They were. They were. Meaning, San Francisco had to have yeah. it. I do think at some point, Ellie's got to find a way to break through and beat the Forty ers Why not this week? I'm trying to think of why they wouldn't, and I can't see it. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo to me is the only quarterback that I've seen that has won two playoff games, and his market value has gone down in the open market. <laughs> it's funny how that works, isn't it? I mean, he just ha- doesn't make. Now, now, some of it last week was weather conditions. Yes, for both quarterbacks, because Rodgers didn't, you know, and, and Devontae Adams was no. non-existent. I mean, there was, so there was a lot going on there with. with, with I don't know if it was the cold or just slippage yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but but fair fair to say. Uh, that that it wasn't just Garoppolo, but but you know he throws an interception right before the half that just makes no sense. And, yes, you know the week before he throws an interception that just makes no sense. And, yes. you know, uh, so so I, I suppose if San Francisco can run the ball, you know, and and, and, and I like their defense. I mean, you know, you, as long as Bosa's playing, oh, man, he's a wrecking some, crew. They have some guys who can really get after the quarterback. Armstead, D. Ford, yep. Nick Bosa. I mean, how would you face those guys on a day, all day yep. long? Now we go over to Cincinnati and Kansas City, and my guess is I, there aren't three people that are picking Cincinnati in this one. If for no other reason than they saw the end of the Kansas City yeah. game, that's the only memory. I think the Bengals have overachieved this year. Yeah. They had two favorable matches of the playoffs against the Raiders and the Titans. And, you know, credit to the Bengals. They broke through their heck, got their first playoff win in 31 years. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Went on the road, found a way to win in Tennessee. But I think like Cinderella, clock strikes midnight this week. I don't think they're going to have to beat Mahomes and the Chiefs yet. So paint me a picture where they do win. How, how did, what's the pathway for Cincinnati? Their offensive line doesn't well, look very good. they got to force a lot of turnovers, make a lot of mistakes, you know, maybe a couple pick here there, force a fumble or so. I mean, if Kansas State plays a clean game, I don't see how they beat the Chiefs. I really don't. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. You know, I, I'm just thinking out loud now. Yeah. Where, where does it happen? I, I guess, you know, you got you got the, the, the combination, the quarterback-receiver combination. Uh, yeah, take that away. I mean, they sacked him, what, nine times last week? Nine sacks, yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> that doesn't leave you a lot of room for error for Cincinnati. It, it does not or so. And I'll, he'll still be feeling that going into the Chiefs defense this how about, week, too. You know, Todd Downing's the offensive coordinator for Tennessee. is taking a little heat now. But people yes. always think, well, how are these coaches going to be coached? They assume they play. I know Todd for years. You know, he was just a backup player at Edinburgh High School. Yes. Uh, he never, you know, he wasn't a star anywhere. He just, But but then he got in with the Vikings and he worked his way up. And Put the he, work you know, in. Yeah, now he makes a billion dollars a year probably, you yes, know. Yes, uh, but but I think some people, you know, all of us get a little confused sometimes by who are these coaches, and, and you, there are kids out there that think, I can't coach because I didn't play long enough. Uh, you need to play, for sure, yeah. but play as long as, and, and I think it really helps if you go play college somewhere. Yeah. Uh, even if, you you know, you go to St. John's and you never get in the game, at least you see the culture and you're exposed to what college football get, is. Get some reps uh, in. You know, no cut environment, but it, it's not as if you had to have been an NFL player, you know? No, exactly. I mean, as long as you put the work in or so, you play the game a little bit, you study, put the details in. You can be the guy. Sunday morning, Pete Nigerian and I will be joined by Vinny Serrato, former general manager of the Washington uh, football team. Brian Lawton will join us, so will Bill McGuire, and much more. That's coming up Sunday on The Huddle right here on WCCO. But up next, it is the Timberwolves, and they are in the desert. And get ready for the cactus, because here come the Phoenix Suns, the best in the business. It's next on WCCO. 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.